Hello and welcome to the Hectia podcast. This is episode number two. I'm your host, Dennis Hecht. On today's podcast, I'll discuss the importance of finding your happy place. Identifying a location which inspires us and nurtures growth is one of the most important decisions we'll make in our life. Living in a certain place can determine whether you feel fulfilled or not. It can be the difference between happiness and complete misery. Today, we'll carefully examine what it means to be happy in the place where you live, work, and hopefully grow. Thank you for listening. Before we get started, if you like the podcast, please subscribe, review on your favorite podcast app, and share with a friend. My website, hectcreative.com, will be launching soon where I'll offer a range of services I specialize in, from social media content and management, website creation, voiceovers, photography and videography, personal mentorship, and much more. I'm also launching a Patreon, which will allow you to support the Hectia podcast. Lastly, please be sure to check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Hectia, which offers a different take on the topics discussed on this podcast. While some people can easily become a product of their environment, others resist entirely. They can shake off their surroundings, becoming their own true self, without the need to get out of their hometown. But that wasn't me. I needed to see what I could do outside of my immediate surroundings. I and my now wife moved from the Bronx, New York, to the Orlando area for a fresh start in 2013. We were seeking more than we were getting from New York City. I was working at the time as an overnight doorman in the heart of Manhattan, making decent money, but I felt isolated from the world. My then fiancé worked mixed shifts, making it difficult to be together as much as we wanted to. It's incredible just how lonely such a populated city can become when you become nocturnal. Now, I understand jobs in healthcare, law enforcement, and other fields demand the need for shift work. The graveyard shift can become quite advantageous to some, but certainly not me. It just didn't click. I couldn't figure out how to acclimate to it. I'd gone, in fact, years without having a good night's sleep, or in my case, morning sleep, which never made any sense to me. You figure, after three years of working overnight, you'd adjust at some point, but that never quite happened for me. I burned out. I became completely burned out on loneliness and isolation. I'd, in fact, at the time, just lost my best friend, who was 25 years old, to a fatal car crash, only months before taking the job. So, at the time, I didn't feel as though I had friends I could talk to about what was going on. I'd never lost anybody. I was trying to figure out what that actually meant for me. I wasn't quite sure. At night, I'd sit at that desk as a doorman, and I'd journal about how desperate I was for some sort of meaning or direction. I happened to rekindle a friendship with a friend who I'd known since the first grade. It was funny to think he had just begun a romantic relationship with a girl who shared the same first grade class. So I know New York City is considered this big place, but uh, in certain neighborhoods, it feels very small town. And that's what I uh, appreciate about the place where I grew up. The friendship that we rekindled became, or would go on to become, the most enduring friendship I'd ever have in my life. Myself, my now wife, and two long-lost friends at that point became a consistent group every Monday, which was our mutual day off. We'd explore New York City, upstate New Jersey, 
looking for an adventure. These are still and always will be some of my most cherished memories. Since then, they'd go on to marry and have two kids, my wife and I would do the same, and we had a kid. The simplicity of those times, it's something I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night missing dearly, being so far away from the people I care about. At that point in my life, having that friendship, I think that saved my sanity. During one of, if not the most dark period of my life in losing my best friend at the time. Of course, when our weekly adventure was over, I'd return to work and I'd become depressed, lonely, and lost again. My then fiance and I discussed leaving New York for years in search of something more normal. Now, of course, we had a picture in our minds. To us, normal was working a nine to five Monday through Friday office job, kind of claiming ownership of your time over the weekend. We then took her aunt and uncle up on an offer they made to stay with them in Orlando while we got back on our feet. It was a strange experience, I must admit. Very strange experience. Now, I was extremely excited. I was positive. I was motivated. Even though I was walking away from a fantastic job to nothing. Now, what was strange about the situation is as quickly as we were helped, we were then told we needed to leave. So we scrambled to figure out what it was that we were going to do. And my wife went on to find work. I went on to find work at the same place uh, where she worked, which was fantastic. That sort of kickstarted everything for a later experience that we'd have working here. But we were asked to leave very quickly. Had something to do with their daughter's boyfriend at the time not liking us. It was confusing. But when that happened, we thought it was a tragedy. We thought it was a complete and total tragedy. After all, we were in a new place and didn't know anybody. We now see that as being one of the biggest growth opportunities in our life. The last days of New York City, thinking back to that time, That time was very chaotic. It was beautiful. It was terrifying. Most of all, it was difficult to just walk away from everybody and everything that you've come to know. But that was the first time we'd made a decision that wasn't governed by our thoughts about friends or family. And it felt really selfish. We knew it would be hard to leave and possibly not return except the occasional visit here and there for the holidays. The bond we created with the friends I mentioned earlier was and is something we appreciate beyond words. They're the kind of friends you can go without talking to for months at a time, then suddenly it's like not even a single day has gone by. While we always share this bond, being away from home, friends, family, for over eight years, it certainly takes its toll. This is especially the case when you work jobs and meet people who don't keep in touch when you leave. That seems to be the culture of the place where we now live. Not being from here, it leaves us feeling isolated and longing for friendships we'd left back home. The kind of friendships where your friend can call you an asshole for doing something stupid and no offense is taken. Some call it tough love. So now here we are eight years removed from our old life back in New York, enjoying the Florida weather, peace and quiet, 
the comparative safety of the suburbs. After all, my wife hails from one of the roughest neighborhoods in the Bronx, never having become a product of her environment. I'm proud of her for that. The difference in lifestyle from here to there is beyond different. It's as if we're comparing apples to sports cars. There's no comparison. This was our picture of success. A good life. Yet here we are in 2021, considering the big move back home to the people and places we love and have known for so long. Some of my friends have told me I'm insane for considering this move with everything going on in New York City and the world. The advantages we have here in Florida are not to be expected back in the Bronx, so why can I barely sleep at night? Why is it so difficult to make the choice between two places? In choosing the right place to live our life, we have to understand something will be sacrificed. A scenario, an option, one version of ourselves and our life. Especially when you have an opportunity to start fresh, you have to be able to digest the decision which is going to align you with your goals. A decision which you can honestly make without the weight of guilt. Doing what's right for yourself may be the biggest part of your problem. You may be overly empathetic or even nostalgic. You may still be working on thinking for yourself. Especially if you have a family to think for. This is the moment you need to consider all the pros and cons of finding yourself in your happy place. Your happy place doesn't need to necessarily be perfect, but it should be inspiring, engaging, promising, and fitting of you and your vision of the future. Three things we can do to help us determine whether we're in our happy place or how to get there. Number one, write down your goals. They should be segmented into one, five, and ten-year goal increments. Where do you see yourself next year, in the next five, in the next ten? Number two, make a list of pros and cons about your current and potential location. Be brutally honest. Try to be as objective as you can be. Number three, discuss with a friend who can aid in providing an objective opinion to help you see the situation as clearly as possible. I hope you now have a better idea of how to choose and arrive at your happy place. The decision you make today will affect your life for potentially years to come. Be wise, be thorough, and be honest with yourself in order to make the best possible decision. Thanks for listening. For a free four-week mentorship, contact me at dennis at hectcreative.com. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, follow the link in the show notes and let Buzzsprout know Hectia sent you for a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support the show. I personally use Buzzsprout. I'm blown away by the entire process. It's fast, it's easy, it offers amazing plan options, affiliate partnerships, and so much more. You don't need to be an expert to get your show running and heard everywhere podcasts are enjoyed. Start with some gear that you already have and a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout will even get your show listed on every major podcast platform. You'll get great-looking podcast website, 
audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. This is Hectia. Thank you so much for listening.